Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, and it's primarily about music and creative culture in London. Of course, let's get it out there, the self-promotion part of the podcast. My upcoming shows are the 20th of August, Tuesday, 20th of August, at Road Trip and the Workshop is the next Saddest Night Out live event. The one after that is Tuesday, the 17th of September. And then I am playing on Sunday, the 22nd of September at Paper Dress Vintage, along with Juliet and Nanette, Delilah Black and its own animal. All of those are upcoming and they are all free entry. So that's Tuesday, 20th of August at Road Trip and the Workshop, Tuesday, 17th of September at Road Trip and the Workshop, and Sunday, 22nd of September at Paper Dress Vintage. Now, on to today's episode, and it is a treat, a completely unplanned one, but sometimes that's how the best episodes work out. On today's episode, our guests are newcomers to the podcast. They are the Corrigan Girls. Individually, they are Shannon, Cindy and Katie. Shannon has recently moved to London from New York and her mum, Cindy, and younger sister, Katie, were visiting this week and I think last night was their last night here. They had no idea there was an open mic happening at the Littleton Arms, which is where I am on Wednesday nights, ukopenmic.com, to check out those open mic nights. But fate brought us together and fate would not let me leave last night without recording a conversation with them. So this is me talking to Shannon, Cindy and Katie Corrigan. You're going to love this one. I know I definitely did. And I'll catch up with you more afterwards. Enjoy. I am inside the Littleton Arms. The open mic has finished. I'm here with three potential performers. They were going to play tonight, but I thought, no, tonight the, the atmosphere is not quite right. We're not, the world isn't ready for us just yet, but hopefully in the near future we might hear from them. Would you kindly introduce yourselves to the listeners? I'll start on in front of me. Yes, go ahead. Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Shannon, and I just moved to London a week ago. Where did you move here from? I moved here from... I, Connecticut is where I lived the past couple years, uh-huh. um, but our family's from New York, and I'm here with my family now. New York was a big inspiration to me starting this podcast, so anytime someone says they're from New York, I've been to New York, I, a light bulb goes up in my head and I get all tingly, so <laughs> that's amazing. Well, that tingle you away, because you got three New Yorkers. <laughs> Whereabouts in New York are you from? We're from about 45 minutes north of Manhattan, okay. so it's in a place called Yorktown Heights. It's in the suburbs. All right. Suburbia. So what brings you to London? So I um, was able to transfer here for two years for work. So I just kind of peer pressured my bosses enough into letting me come until they said yes. And sure enough, here I am. And I moved to Camden yesterday. So what you found, where you work, you found out there was a chance to come to London. You were like, I absolutely have to do that. I want to go there. Exactly. I found out that other people in the company didn't. I made a business case. I made a couple PowerPoints. And then I just really beat down my bosses until they said, okay, fine. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And sure enough, it worked. I moved here a week ago and then yesterday into my flat in Camden. So what was your idea of London before you came here? What had you heard about it? So I had visited in college when I studied abroad, mm-hmm. um, and I really only did the touristy stuff, so I thought it was, you know, it was cool, but I only saw three days of touristy stuff. Okay. And then I came back in November for three weeks for work, and I fell in love with it. I did none of the touristy stuff, I just visited districts, I did Camden, I did Shoreditch, I did a couple places like that, and that's when I said, this is where I want to live. Um, New York is great, but it was so close to my home that it wasn't really a change for me, whereas London felt like a similar kind of style to New York, but a little bit different. Um, and Camden has the big music scene, so I came here to be part of the music scene. Not necessarily performing um, <laughs> no. until tonight, yeah. <laughs> 
So you moved here a week ago, is it? Yes. And who are you here with tonight? So tonight I'm here with my darling mother, Cindy, and my little sister, Katie. Hello. And my mom is the one who actually taught me how to play guitar when I was 12. Wow. What were you playing when you were 12 years old? What songs were you learning? Uh, a lot Teenage of 50s, 50s and 60s. Oh. The four chord wonders. Four chord wonders. <laughs> yep. That's us. So, Mom, when did you first start making music? When I was about 12, my older brother taught me. Right. And he taught me four chords. And he said, you can play any song from the 50s with these four chords. And a tradition was born. So you'll a tradition your children was born. Exactly. Teenager yeah. love, going to the chapel, you know, the 50s scene. So did you keep playing music after your brother introduced you to the guitar? I did for many years and through college. And I taught my daughters when I had them. Um, and I guess I stopped and I now play in a preschool. Um, I play songs like, you know, Baby Shark and Wheels on the Bus. <laughs> <laughs> really uncool songs. Oh, that's so sweet. So I'm guessing that's back home then? Yes. This is back home in, in New York, yes. Now, Katie and I had no idea that my mom was still playing guitar. We thought she stopped, like, I don't know, half a decade ago because we all kind of took a little hiatus. Yeah. Um, and we let, like, all the men in the family play and we just sang along. And a couple weeks ago, we were at a family wedding. All the men are playing the usual amazing guitarist. And my mom goes, all right, pass it over. And we're like, what? <laughs> she comes on, she's playing guitar. We had no idea. We had no idea. She played every day Definitely a highlight of the weekend. For sure. Like Tilly Lee's in a pretty video. You know what I'm saying? We were shocked. Yeah. <laughs> we were shocked. That's a hell of a way to debut. Oh, you yeah. thought it was done. Huh? Oh, she's wearing this dress, a wedding dress. <laughs> Not a wedding I like dress. Cocktail dress. I like to surprise people. Yeah. So the men in the family play music. Does oh, anyone yeah. in the family play it professionally then? Uh, no semi-professional. My brother once played piano at a wedding. Right? No, okay. right, yes, he did, didn't he? He did. Well, yeah. uh, one of our cousins, though, he oh. did some recording tracks with a, a band that he was a part of, so he did some guitar, he did some, a little bit of percussion, a little bit of a little bit of vocals as well, yeah. And my oldest brother, who's the inspiration for all of us, and he's now in his 70s, he actually would always do open mic night, and he was like the, the hit of every open mic night. I didn't know that. Night. I didn't oh. know that either. Every time. <laughs> So she's she a natural. There's, she's one of five, and she's the baby. Aww. So it's all like the older ones who would start playing guitar, and then they teach their the son. She defers to them, but now they're kind of the ones that are just picking it up more. The younger I think ones. We are actually the only girls in the family who play guitar. Yes. Right? Yeah. Thanks to mom. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to mom. And thanks mom. to my brothers who taught me. Well, you actually told me uh, you got bought me my first guitar when I was eight. So oh. I started. Never very, very time. basic chords, but then my <laughs> you my smoke on the water at like age eight. <laughs> my school, my school teacher though, he was a great guitarist and he would play for us in class and we actually got him to give me some lessons. So teach yeah. him like your a horse with no teacher, name, right? like two chords. Then <laughs> she was like the edgiest eight year old ever. <laughs> Nobody knew horse with no name. <laughs> I was like a teenager at this point. I'm like, what is my child sister playing? And she's rocking out. <laughs> It's like the smallest little starter baby guitar, too. So now, are all of you still playing music then, in some degree? In some degree, yes. I play every day for work. I actually used to play, I played saxophone until I graduated high school. So I played from uh, year 5 to 12, like all throughout school. And the cajon. And the cajon as well. Oh, that's the best part. (laughs) (laughs) How about the zip? 
is it called? Zampogne. Zampogne. Yeah. Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is. Zampogne. So I went, so my brother, he plays piano. He's really fantastic at it. Um, Not professional. And tuba. And tuba. He's funny. Whatever he picks up, he's really good at. Um, And he just likes really quirky gifts. So I went to Peru and I was like, I'm not going to get him something typical. I got to get him something weird and bizarre. And I went to a music shop that it was in this random, random, tiny, tiny village, like out of Cusco. And I found an instrument called a Zampogne. And I was like, sure, why not? I have no idea. It's like little, it's kind of like bamboo shoots that are on an angle. So almost as if, you know, you blow into each one and because of the different length, it has a different sound and it's two rows. So I got him that and I'm like, you know, have at it. And a month later, he sends us a video and he had learned that commercial, he learned a commercial. And it was like, one, eight, seven, seven cars for kids. It's an American jingle. I don't know if you guys know it. It's a horrible car. It's a car sales commercial. It's awful. But he learned it on the Zamponia. And it was perfect. Like, perfect notes. She graduated college a couple months ago and he learned the pump and circumstance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so started the joke throwaway gift. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's perfect. He's got hot, like, expect the album for Christmas. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. 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 He's dropping his Zamponia mixtape. <laughs> SoundCloud, watch he out. He also raps. <laughs> oh, he, he, he does a beat rap. The yeah. white boy version. Oh, he's so white. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, what, did you grow up in a neighborhood where everyone was making music, or were you like the anomaly in the school? Like, in the classroom, you're the only ones playing. We had a very good arts program in our like high school and middle school, but I wouldn't say that like it was a very music neighborhood. Not in Sub- Suburbia, it was very much like everyone kind of did the same thing, but if you got involved in music within the schools, then that was something that became a, a big yeah. thing in your life. We were definitely not known for it. Yeah. Like sports, lacrosse, that was kind of more the thing, but there was a very supportive arts program if you wanted to like dabble in it. Yeah. Okay. You know, that kind of a thing. So was no one starting bands or anything in your area? Well, Kevin did play in jazz bands. He did play We all did it, but we didn't consider ourselves musicians. We all just kind of did it lightly, like as a little hobby. It wasn't any of our focus. Like, Katie and I, we danced. My brother, oh, he did play tuba. Well, I played saxophone for a long time, too, yeah. We all just dabbled a little bit, nothing major. Like, I did a couple, like, um, shows at college, but, like, open mic at high school. Which is not, you know, nothing that's a big deal, but enough that we figured, why not? You know, I think we were not athletes, and so we decided to be musicians. But we also were not, like, artistic either. We kind of didn't fit either mold. But music we all took to. We dabbled. Yeah, we dabbled. So, you know, piano, guitar, tuba. Give a set of drums. <laughs> I did for a while. Oh. Yeah. That I mean, didn't take off quite well. Oh. We tried a lot of different music. We just sort of, and so this this place really drew us to it. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I'm guessing you had no idea this was happening. No, 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 no idea. not idea. at all. She fell in the Camden Canal today. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> fell in all the scum. We and took the music boat tour. Uh-huh. Music boat. So we had a guitar like, playing while we're seeing. Guitar. There's a gondola on the canal. Uh huh. And, and a, a dog in a black lab. Right. Yep. Like, that's perfect. Driver. We like that. It's like the start of a joke. Right. And a musician, he has an electric guitar and a baby amp on a gondola. That's and there were that's 10 people. I mean, it was awesome. Well, we need to do that. That's amazing. But then we were all getting out. We had the best time. She's the last one on the boat. Out. And they got out first and the boat got upset a little bit. And I went, oh, and I fell in. <laughs> and it's full of a lot of green yeah, scum. Advised to jump no. in. And freezing cold. <laughs> and... Everybody was either horrified or thinking that's the best day of their lives. We thought it was the best thing ever. We couldn't 
we couldn't even help her because we were laughing so hard. <laughs> we did nothing. We did nothing. Like, Mom, I hope you're okay. Exactly. I'm sorry. So we were planning on having like a great night out and all this because it's their last night here. And then we're like, nope, Mom's got a shower. We'll get a very quick bite to eat. That's why I'm wearing a She's freezing my sweatshirt in my nice University clothes. University of Connecticut yes. Catholic. Yes, yes. Not you know, UConn. There you go. Yeah, exactly. She's the RA. Students today, tappers forever. Is like <laughs> So we're like, you know what, quick bite, just a pub, very casual. And then we saw this, we're like, oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. But we also realized, too, like, you forget how much music means to you, except we realize that we're actually the happiest when we're surrounded by music. Like, in, like, our darkest times, like, kind of, you forget, sometimes you don't put that kind of stuff ahead, you kind of forget about it, but then you realize when you listen to it how happy it makes you, it just brings you so much joy and light into, like, your everyday life. You forget how much... It can really affect you as like a person. Well said. Totally. Well said. Because we—that's why, like, none of us—we don't really consider ourselves musicians. We don't. We're not, we're not pro. We're not. Oh, no, I'm we're not like, going to play for we're everyone. Average, but. We're very average. We just can play a couple kind of things. But like, then we realize again, like you said, how much music. But of means course, to on the boat today, oh, yeah. the guy was playing, and we're the ones belting out every lyric because we know all the words. Suggesting Beatles songs and rolling on the river while we're going down the canal. Creedence Clear Water Revival. Yeah, just all this stuff. And they were like, he was happy. To hear the request. <laughs> so, if you were to perform tonight, what what songs are you considering? Because you said yeah. that you thought about it, but you went through the list and you think. We just thought being in London, we should do a Beatles tunes. We were going to do. I saw her standing. Saw there. her standing there. So I hadn't. I haven't played in years, like years and years and years. I picked it up once a year ago, and it just hurt so much because I hadn't played in years. Callous and years. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, I kind of forgot. And then after the wedding with my family all playing, it inspired me again. So I picked it up. And I was like, all right, what's a good one that people will know the words to, but that's really, really easy because I really know six chords. <laughs> and the Beatles, I saw her standing there as one. I was like, oh, my God, I can I play those. this. It's in my register so I won't sound horrible. <laughs> so that would have been the one because she knows the words. She could do cajon. Um, but then we realized we haven't practiced ever together. And, and, I, was like, and, and I haven't played guitar. these wonderful, yeah. like, talented people here tonight. Yeah, we didn't want to go in and make it like, a joke to anyone. Yeah. So. I would have done something more like Margaritaville. Wasting okay. away again. <laughs> that terrible, <laughs> terrible music tonight. Just all fun yeah. and silly. So you had some horrific vision that you get up there and all be like, oh! Yes, exactly. We would have had people laughing, but at us. And we're not that comfortable on stage, so it would have it been bad. Yeah. Also, we yeah. can play, but I wouldn't say we're vocalists. More so, maybe mom, but I'm definitely not comfortable singing in front of a big crowd. Yeah. So if, as long Even as we have the crowd. instruments down, we can do it. But if we didn't have either down we're kind of like yeah. well no, we had never we had nothing <laughs> tonight was not the night next time we'll have something yes well i look forward to that next time so shannon you, you live here now You're yeah i am i you know will your see neighbor. her for yes. sure Ryan. i live about 330 feet away wow so you've got no oh. excuse <laughs> if you're not here i'm going out with the microphone being shot <laughs> i know you can hear me i'm waiting come on let's go the window's open Perfect, perfect. That's hilarious. But thank you also. I'm glad you enjoyed the show at least. Oh, thank you. That's a very nice talent tonight, right? Thank you very much. And hopefully, someday, the three of you might join us on this stage or whatever stage you have. Well, I promise you this if we come back to Camden, we will come back. Woo! I like that. You heard it here. What song would you play if you came back? Oh, boy. Right now. Right now? Right now. If you played solo, what would you play? Honestly, probably Riptide by Vance Joy, the lady running down. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Would you do cajon for her? Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but of course. Oh, 
children. And going around the table, what would you play if you were up there? Uh, teach your children. Crosby, t- Stills, Nash and Young. Oh, you know that song? No, I don't. <laughs> like he definitely has no, no idea. I do not one bit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've got my nod and smile down to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is, he's good, he's good. Yeah. Oh, great song! <laughs> Amazing, so fantastic. Well, I can't play it. I have no idea how difficult it is, but I would love to learn Valerie by Amy Winehouse. Oh, great song. For obvious Woo! reasons. Yeah, this is so territory, right? And it's in my register, so I gotta go for it. Yeah, that is a bit of a go-to at these open mics. Oh, it's a little bit too much, though? No, no, but it's never, never too much. I I like the classics, because they tend to be the go-to songs because they're for people who are not familiar with it. It's a bit like, I'm not too sure, so you go for something safe, something comfortable. It's less about doing something new and different, and more about doing something you like. And just, because for me, when someone's a newcomer to the open mics, they're often like my VIPs. Because yes. I know if you had a great time the first time, yes. you're come more back. inclined to come back. Yeah. Oh, so if you I do like uh, Valerie by Amy Winehouse, it doesn't matter. So if, even if it's been done three times that same night, it's I would love to hear your version. Because yes. I'll see that light switch on. I'm like, I know this song. I'm having a good yeah, time. You're yeah, you're yeah. yeah, this is <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and for us, our family is more about we want to have songs that other people have yes. fun singing. Yes. We want people to connect with our music. Right. Yeah. We're not knowing it's really amazing yeah. at all. It's just regular chords, but as long as other people like singing it, that's kind of but our. But if you sing a song no one knows, it's kind of like I'm the only one singing here. Yes, so like, not fun. come on, you got to include everyone. Yeah. Yes. Oh. We're not good enough for them to listen, so they really need to sing. <laughs> we got to have something. The loudness really overpowers everyone. <laughs> Okay, what's a song, a classic, if you will, that you would love to hear somebody do? Oh, good question. Or something that you don't hear a lot, maybe. Yeah. That is a Quite a broad question. You put me on the spot there a little bit. I know. It's your podcast. You must must answer it. (laughs) You could handle it, Roy. For all the listeners out there. I'm a bit of a sucker for Whitney Houston. Okay. All right. All right. I want to dance with somebody. Oh, imagine a cool acoustic version of it. Yeah. That's of course oh, that's fun. I want to be Okay, so that's what we're gonna all have to practice so that when you do come back, Roy Oh he's she's yes. no, no, I'm so gonna, I'm we're gonna love that. You're gonna see the Corrigan girls playing that. Okay. When I see the third you walk back in I'll be like, Yes! Yes! That's I, it. Go. I know what they're gonna play. Happening. <laughs> I will cancel everyone else's slots. Let me take the stage. Charade away. But we outside. can only play the one song though. <laughs> Oh, but it'll be so, so worth it. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Oh, thank, thank you for your time. You. And enjoy what little time you have left in London. Absolutely. Shannon, yeah. I will see you next week. Oh, you sure will. I know you'll be calling on the microphone. <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you all so much, guys. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. A pleasure. And that was that. Thank you immensely to Shannon, Cindy, and Katie Corrigan for talking to me last night. It... <laughs> You could, the joy was palpable even through that recording. So what happened was, I was doing my open mic as normal. They, I imagine, came into the pub at some point and saw what was going on. And Shannon approached me towards the end of the night and said her mum is with her. It's her last night in town and she can play some guitar. Would it be possible for her to take the stage at some point, even if it's just a couple of minutes where there's some downtime? And I said, well, she could be our final performer. How about that? And she said, great. And while our penultimate performer was playing, I approached their table and said, so I heard one of you is interested in taking the stage. And they politely declined. They said they thought about it. They were trying to decide what to play. But in the end, they found they they weren't particularly ready. They had really enjoyed the music of the night and they were impressed by the caliber of performers. 
and they were afraid they might lower that a little bit because they felt they were that amateurish. They hadn't performed together yet. They weren't comfortable enough. And they thought they wouldn't be able to live up to the standards everyone else had kept. So they they themselves said, actually, we'd rather not, which was fine by me. But we got talking just a little bit then. And, I, and it was there that I thought, oh, man, this would make a great podcast. So I asked if I could. They said, sure. I finished up the open mic, packed up some of the stuff and then came to their table and talked, and the rest is what you just heard. Just so, in case it wasn't clear, Shannon, of course, was the first person that I spoke to. Cindy was her mum, the one who fell in the canal, and I really hope she's okay. I hope she doesn't catch a cold or anything, because, yeah, that's really not a place for swimming. And Katie was the other voice you heard who graduated from college recently, and she plays the saxophone and the cajon. It sounds like such a musical family that they are a part of. There's a interesting history with music for them as well. And it was Katie who, told, who gave that rather impassioned speech about how much music means to them. That was just really sweet. The whole conversation was just fantastic. I was like buzzing in my seat the whole time because of how great the conversation was. I'm imagining by the time I post this, Cindy and Katie might have left town, so... Best wishes to you both. I hope you have a safe journey home. And thank you so much for joining me last night. And Shannon, I will stand by what I said. I hope I do see you next week, or at least at some point in the near future. Now that you're part of the city, we're essentially neighbours. Not quite literally distance-wise, but we're both Londoners, so we're practically neighbours. I hope I do get to see you around at some point. Also, I've got to give a shout-out to the lovely people at the Littleton Arms because they gave me a birthday card and a cake. Yes, my second cake in a row. It's going to feel weird going back next week where there's no cake and no card. They really do spoil me there. It was a lovely chocolate cake, which I cut up and shared with a bunch of our performers. And they all signed the card as well. It was a very sweet gesture. Thank you in particular to Aoife, who is the boss there. And who also like really injured herself recently, but she still seems in good spirits. And she is a phenomenal musician as well. I hope at some point I get to talk to her as well. I left the Littleton Arms much later than I normally do. But as I was leaving, Aoife was playing a tiny dancer on the piano. And Shannon, Cindy and Katie were all singing along. And I took a little video of it because it was it was such a, a beautiful moment. I don't know if I'll share it or I might just send it to Shannon. I got Shannon's Instagram, but it's set to private. So I don't think there's really anything to advertise for them. Basically, if you want to hear them perform, I guess you'll have to come to the Littleton Arms. That will be the place to see them do it. Although I do remember after this conversation that you heard, I shook hands with Shannon and promised to not only play at her wedding, but to also be the MC of the event. So <laughs> we'll see if that actually happens. But we shook hands, so that's as far as it's gone so far. But thank you so much once again to Shannon, Cindy and Katie. And once again, yes, I do have some shows on the horizon Tuesday the 20th of August is the most immediate show and it is looking as though I will be joined by Izzy, Kinsoul and Rose White. September, Tuesday 17th of September, that will hopefully be with Chris, Gabriel and Lou and then Sunday 22nd of September with Juliet and Nanette, Delilah Black and its own animal. All of those shows are free entry, August Tuesday 20th of August and Tuesday 17th of September are at Road Trip and the Workshop and Sunday 22nd of September is at Paper Dress Vintage. 
I will at some point wrestle with the beast that is Facebook and put some event pages up, etc, etc. Watch this space. Tonight I am going to the Nelsons, but I have to go to some other open mic venues first to rearrange the equipment again. I'm starting to get a bit tongue-tied with what I've moved where, but I've got to make sure there is something at each venue so that the night can go ahead. But it should be a great night because I'm very fond of the Nelsons as a venue. And I will be hopefully talking to Moon Williams before the night begins. So that will hopefully be the episode you can look forward to tomorrow. Otherwise, that's all from me. Thank you very much for listening. You can find me online just by searching for the words sad is tonight out all is one word. Let me know what you think of this podcast of these episodes. Do you have a favorite? Do you have someone you think I should talk to? Do you have an event coming up that you'd like me to advertise on this podcast? You can reach out to me sad is tonight out at gmail.com or via Instagram, or Twitter, or Facebook, or YouTube, or SoundCloud. I'm I'm out there, folks. I get around. But for episode 189 of the podcast, that's all from me. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.